hip hop, a hippie to the hippity, hip hip hop. You don't stop a rockin' to the bang bang boogie, sit up, chuck the boogie, the boogie down, the boogie bee. Now, what you hear, this is a test. I'm rapping to JCH. <laughs> we need to use that as a cold open. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, well, let's get going here. You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. You are Locked On Utes. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. Brian, please regale our listeners with what they're about to hear about on today's show. Well, it's not my bad rap lyrics, Jake. As I've been trying to test out my uh, mic testing, uh, it needs a lot more work than today's show because we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Utah heading to Texas for the funeral of Aaron Lowe and the amazing outpouring of emotion that happened at that. We'll break down some more positive news with the Utah football team, including two Utes. Utah, give me two. Two Utes. Two Utes being named to the Pac-12 Players of the Week list, and also one of those youths getting on another award list uh, for this week's performance. Shh. Nobody tell Brian we actually left that cold open on, on the front of this podcast, okay? All right, without further ado, though, let's get going here. This is the Locked On Utes podcast for October 12th, 2021. Once again, you are Locked On Utes. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all podcasting platforms and soon to come to YouTube. You're going to be able to look at our lovely mugs on a daily basis. And Brian, is the world really ready for that, by the way? No, they are not ready. I'm not ready for it, Jake. I will say this. The plethora of hats that you will see me wearing, not metaphorically, but in person, that's about the only one that's really, truly ready. So, funny enough, that actually brings up a very good point. I know this is completely off topic and completely unscripted here, Brian. I've actually got a lot of hats that have been kind of just sitting on a shelf in my bedroom. And my wife uh, asked fairly regularly, what are you ever going to do with those? And I actually had that exact thought. You know what? If I'm going to be on video, I'm going to be rocking all kinds of headwear. So, we're going to have some fun with that. This will be forever moving forward a hat podcast, not a locked on youths podcast. Well, just welcome we'll, to the locked on hats cast. <laughs> there we go. We'll go with that. But thanks again for taking the time to join us. And Brian, let's start off uh, with some pretty poignant news. Uh, the University of Utah uh, football program traveling to Mesquite, Texas yesterday by way of charter, going to the funeral services for their fallen teammate Aaron Lowe. And I got to say, I didn't get a chance to watch all of the uh, proceedings happening, but I get to hear from Kyle Whittingham. I heard from Mark Harlan. I got to say, the comments they made, they were heartfelt. I thought they paid great respect to who Aaron Lowe was as a member of the Utah football fraternity. And I think it was really, really cool to hear Kyle Whittingham say that they have established a Memorial Fund scholarship in Aaron Lowe's name, similar to what they did for Ty Jordan. And he was the first uh, donation, donator to that Memorial Fund. I think it's very indicative of who Kyle is and how he considers these players. He talks about family. He sells them on family. 
he treats his, his time with them as if he is a steward over uh, these young men, preparing them for when they do leave the University of Utah household. So it's no surprise that they wanted to do something to memorialize Aaron to, uh, you know, preserve the memory of who he was, of the joy that he brought to the program in a way that would, you know, continue onward. And uh, Kyle has always been one to put his money where his mouth is. And I think it's a incredible gesture on his part to do so, um, you know, and very indicative, I think, of how he's felt throughout this whole situation. Um, the Just the complete sorrow you know, he's talked so much about how much he loved and loves Aaron, you know, almost in a present tense. And while there's not a whole lot um, you can do once someone leaves this world, these are gestures that really express it, that love for him and the effect that he had, uh, the impact that he had on the Utah program. I think the other thing that was really cool, I saw I, th- I saw it from Cole Bagley. I'm sure he's not the only one that tweeted this out. But how cool was it to see that uh, Aaron Lowe was buried right next to his longtime high school teammate and friend, Ty Jordan? That was, man, that hit you right in the feelers right there. The way that you get through pain and grief is, is by finding those silver linings, those tender mercies uh, along the way. I thought there were a lot of them today. You know, Aaron Lowe's family showing up in Utah shirts, uh, Sharif Shah's commentary about, but do you still love me, coach? And, and the way that he told that story during the funeral. And I think that was a fitting cap to a day that was full of those types of moments uh, to see that those two would be uh, laid to rest side to side. Um, and and you have to think that there was, uh, you know, with all the intercrossing storylines and everything like that, I think you put it perfectly when you mentioned star-crossed uh, the two friends. There's no more f- fitting way uh, for their journeys on this earth to end uh, than right there next to each other, you know, and there's a phrase that goes around on, on the internet that Utes actually stands for united together, eternal soldiers. And, and whether or not that's something that you buy into, there is a fellowship and a belonging that comes with being a part of a football team. I have teammates that it doesn't matter where I see them down the road. Uh, there's a bond there that formed between us. And, uh, you know, while their journeys ended far too early on this, on this, this earth, I, I think it's just, um, such a fitting gesture to, to lay them to rest next to each other. Yeah. So I, I know that we will probably continue to talk about the impact that both Aaron Lowe, as well as Ty Jordan will have on this program moving forward. I very much look forward to the day that I'm guessing in the very near future, Brian will officially hear word that the number 22 has been retired by the university of Utah football program. It'll never be worn again. Kyle Whittingham has said at least while he is at Utah and we all know that Kyle Whittingham is probably going to be Utah for life. So I'm going to venture to say that that number is retired no matter if it is officially retired by the university or just as one of those unofficial deals. Yeah. I think anybody who uh, is nearer to the program and is, you know, um, has the internet at this point in time realizes the impact of this entire story. And I don't think there would be much in the near future to, to disrupt that from happening. And, and, you know, this, this has been an absolutely tragic experience, but it's also been, I think, very unifying in, in a lot of ways that are indicative of the type of people that Ty and Aaron were, you know, positive, happy, smiling, full of joy, 
and and that has been you know echoed in in the 22 percent better that they've talked about and and how everyone can do that and and i think utah fans deserve a huge amount of credit for um you know, integrating with that and, and, and the way that they've handled this, the way they've supported the low family with the GoFundMe, uh, the thoughts and prayers going out to everybody, you know, the, the memorials around and everything like that. And I, I wait, I would wager that that, uh, Aaron Lowe scholarship will be funded fairly, uh, fairly quickly knowing how generous and caring Utah fans are. Yeah. I, I have no doubt about that. So, uh, just one more time, Rest in peace, Aaron Lowe. We miss you, plain and simple. I think I speak for all Utah fans, family, members of the football program. Just gone way too soon. And it's it's been a rough 10 months, to say the absolute least. Yeah, it'll be a phase of my life that I'll never forget. And thankfully, there is a positive that comes with that. And that's, you know, the result to be 22% better every day and and you know, remember their impact and, and know that every time that I see that number 22, whether it be at Rice Uncle Stadium or just in life, that there's a uh, reminder to be better that goes along with it. No doubt about that. All right. We'll talk uh, some more Utah football momentarily. Some good news if you're a Ute fan who watched that USC game and wondered what it might yield in terms of weekly awards. We'll dig into who was honored by the Pac-12 as well as the Davey O'Brien Award Foundation. We'll get to all of that momentarily. First, though, Brian, let's talk about our friends over at prizepicks.com. This is Daily Fantasy Made Easy, and the, the simplicity of the concept here, Brian, is what I love. It's over-under. You're picking numbers that they are projecting, whether it's your Yardage, interceptions thrown, touchdowns scored, whatever the number is, you just pick the over-under, two to five players, and it's just simple as that. That's what's great about it, Jake, is anybody can get started on it, anybody can play, anybody can be successful on it. It doesn't depend on what's left over or your draft order or, or some sort of insider knowledge. Take your shot, build your build your roster, so to speak, and uh, have some fun with it. That's the whole reason. It, for entertainment purposes only, uh, as we used to say about this, that's really what this is all about. We spend a lot of time on sports. Why not make it worth your while? Yeah, get to prizepicks.com. And while you're there, by the way, you can receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Just use the promo code Locked On when you submit your deposit. Your entries can be made in 60 seconds or less via their website, prizepicks.com. Or you also can download their app on the App Store and check it out, or your whatever app store you happen to use, and check it out. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Brian, let's talk for a minute about our friends over at Rock Auto. I think you and I both would agree that this has been an absolute godsend in terms of just its ability to save us money when taking care of our vehicles because both you and I recently have had issues with our vehicles, and that's where Rock Auto comes in. They want you to save both time and money, and the resources they've got available to you guys literally at your fingertips I don't know that, that they can be be beat, excuse me. They can't, and that's why we talk so much about Rock Auto and the benefit that it's had for us. Uh, you know, I, I, no one wants to have car problems, and while you try to do your best to do preventative, preventative maintenance and everything like that, they still come up, and that's where Rock Auto comes in. They can rescue you, make sure that those prices aren't gouging, make sure that all... Uh, grumpy gust down on the corner uh mechanic station isn't trying to charge you a highway robbery's worth for your brakes uh whatever it is that you want to try out 
rockauto.com's got you covered. Yeah, they got every part you can ever imagine. Everything down to the carpet. If you want to replace it in your car, they've got that for you guys. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for all of your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com and make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Utes your first listen of the day. We love being with you guys every single day talking all things University of Utah Athletics. And Brian, some good news after that historic win at the Coliseum on Saturday night. Two Utes honored by the Pac-12 for their performances against the USC Trojans. It's nice to know that we weren't the only ones that were uh, impressed by the performance of both Kamoi Latu and Cam Rising. So was the Pac-12. Yeah, uh, Kamoi Latu is named Freshman of the Week for his efforts on the defensive side of the football. And as you might expect, Cam Rising gets the league's Offensive Player of the Week for his performance, going over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Really, really cool to see. And as you mentioned, we were both impressed by them, and I think their performances very much were deserving of these awards. Absolutely. I think it was likely the biggest game on the schedule for the Pac-12 this week. Kamoi Latu was lights out. We talked yesterday about how he brought energy, enthusiasm, some attitude to the team. Love that for him. Uh, and Cam Rising, it just over and over again, the more you hear, the more you watch the game. His command of the offense, his timing, his ability to be accurate with his downfield throws, the way that he really opened up the playbook and allowed things to uh, operate at a higher level, it was a terrific performance from him. And, and he's got a really, really tough uh, upcoming opponent so we'll have to see if he can be uh, that same cam rising again uh, but kudos to him for taking advantage of the good work that his offensive line was doing and and balling out okay brad i actually want to talk to you a little bit about the offensive line because i i, I fancy myself a fairly knowledge, knowledgeable offensive line uh, tactician that type of stuff but I've seen some debate on social media about how quarterback play can improve the play of the offensive line, and I think it's fairly evident that the offensive line performance we saw against USC was night and day different and much better than what we had seen previously to that in the previous four games for Utah. What it, did you take away? Yeah, it, it was. I think you're spot on. I think uh, it's two parts, right? Like we talk so much about how confidence plays into things. And when you're confident in the guy behind you, you're more confident that, that, you know, your smallest mistake isn't, isn't going to become a disaster. I think that's one thing. I think the second part about it, um, and it's kind of the, uh, uh, elephant in the room, uh, elephant with a, uh, a, Pinky up <laughs> was uh, Bamadeli Olasheni stepping in and really solidifying that blindside for Rising. And look, I, d I don't know um, how best to say this. They're best friends, you know what I mean. And 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 whether that was uh, intentional on Rising's part or not, uh, that he was best friends with his left tackle or or closest friends on the team, I, I, I should say, because mm -hmm. uh, I think Cam Rising right now is everybody's best friend, sure. in, including mine and yours. <laughs> um, but, you know, there is when there's that bond and that strength, I think there's a little bit more trust and, and that helps solidify things. And you can see it with the way Ola Shinny played. He played like he was protecting his best friend's backside. And, you know, the rest of the offensive line uh, followed suit. And we're seeing guys, you know, Braden Daniels has set, settled in well into the right tackle position. 
He's grading out well. We talked about Keaton Bills was going to bring some aggressiveness to that inside, and he really is. And they took advantage of a USC front that just really isn't up to par with where they've been. And, yeah. you know, the Dave, the game plan really from USC was not as strong and, and you know, uh, potent, I guess, as we've seen in years past. But I think some of that is because of what Cam Rising was able to do early behind them. Well, and see, one thing I wanted to point out that is evidence in my mind of how good the offensive line play was in that game is that seven of Rising's 22 completions in this game against USC went for 15 or more yards, totaling a grand total of 192 yards. He totaled 308, 306 yards total in the game, so... That's evidence right there that those chunk plays, well, you don't get a chunk play without having some time to let your guys get open downfield and then delivering a strike. And you got to have your offensive line giving you the time to do that. So obviously the weekly award goes to Cam Rising individually, but I guarantee he'd be pointing you right towards his offensive front and helping him achieve this accomplishment. Yeah, and, and I think they did it both in the passing game and the run game, right? Mm-hmm. Tavion Thomas. Yep. Uh, you know, 16 rushes for 113 yards, seven yards of rush is insane. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's good. Yep. That, that, that's some of that good numbering there, as we like to say, you know, and, and Utah did not allow a ton of uh, facts either. You know, that was a, a really important part of the offense too. So just all together, a very strong group effort, but I think it all starts and ends with the leadership that Cam Rising brings to that group every single week. No doubt about that. One other thing we want to pass along to you guys is that Cam Rising was also named to the Davey O'Brien Awards Weekly Great Eight Award list. That honor places Rising on the awards midseason watch list and makes him eligible to be voted as a semifinalist, finalist, or potentially even the winner of the 2021 Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Award of the Year. Pretty cool. Pretty good performances and good to see him getting some midseason recognition from some of the most prestigious awards out there. I think it's just it's more and more evidence that Cam Rising, well, he was and he is the guy. He is QB1 for the Utes. Should have been all along, Jake. Uh, I think we've all learned that now. Uh, obviously, hindsight being what it is allows us to see that. But deserving, it's good that he's getting this recognition. I think that's important for a lot of things moving forward. We saw a decommitment from Zion Steptoe, who I was ex- extremely excited about coming to Utah, and, and Utah was able to replace that with Chris Reed, a wide receiver from Florida who will take his spot. And I think while Reed is a very intriguing prospect, he's a little bit of a different wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's bigger, uh, has extreme ability to go up and high point the football, uh, really excited about his jumping ability, which you know you don't really talk about, but he's a smooth, athletic uh, a well-built wide receiver, kind of in the shade of Kenneth Scott. Um, as I was watching his film, that's that's really who he reminds me of with some aggression. Uh, but the bottom line is, is if you have Cam Rising putting in together these kinds of performances, it's going to attract the right kind of guys uh, to the program now. And you've got two more young bucks and Nate Johnson and Brandon Rose who are watching this and thinking, hey, I can go win awards at Utah too. And that's really where the Utes need to get back to. No doubt about that. And by the way, I'm I just I'm maybe my bias, but West Lafayette, really? You want to go to West Lafayette, Purdue? Come on now. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, look, I, you know, kids are going to make decisions based on whatever it is that they need. I think if your uh, primary concern is getting that many catches, uh, you... okay, okay, 
That go, works. Go be the next Rondell Moore. Best of luck. There you go. You. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Taylor Stubblefield. Taylor Stubblefield. Yeah, good point there. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we'll catch up on everything else you need to know as a Utah fan momentarily. Uh, women's basketball, by the way, their Pac-12 slate is out. We'll run down some of the games you want to know on that. We'll touch on that in a few moments. First, though, today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Bet Online. Absolutely love this company. Brian and I have been uh, working on BetOnline.ag for some time now. Brian's a big fan of putting his uh, work in with his parlays. I'm a guy who likes to just kind of go game by game and look at uh, over-unders, also look at the the spread, all that type of stuff. No matter what your interest is in the sports betting realm, bet online is the spot to be, though. Jake, are you trying to point out the fact that we bet differently because of our identical personalities? Uh, maybe so. I don't know. You know, We'll, we'll go with that. But it, it's just the fun part is it allows you to do anything and everything you want. Yeah, and that's why we like Bet Online so much. They've revamped the website, so it's all new. The interface smoothly, easy to get around there, easy to learn, easy to find the bets that you want to get. And it's really the perfect time to go and and try Bet Online out because there is so much football to bet on. Yeah, no doubt so about much. that. So get over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive that 50% welcome bonus. It's really simple, folks. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and they mean it when they say all of your favorite sports. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. One more time out on today's show to talk to you our, about our friends over at Sweat Block. And Brian, you and I, we are guys who sweat, plain and simple. But even if you're not a person who sweats, you've all been in a situation where I describe it as the Southwest commercial, the want to get away moment. That's where our friends at Sweat Block can come in and help save the day. You can't see me right now, Jake, but I'm doing this read with my arms raised up in the air because I don't need to get away from my sweaty armpits. They don't exist anymore thanks to Sweat Block. It's one wipe once a week, right at night, right before you go to bed, and then you can wear whatever you want. You don't know me, Jake. Well, I mean, you know me, but the listeners out there, they don't know. Maybe I'm wearing a uh, nice chartreuse uh, <laughs> button-down or a... Uh, a lovely lavender, uh, you know, uh, wearing some velour uh, paisley print. Yeah, definitely my style. Uh, no, <laughs> but um, whatever it is that your 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 shirt type that that you've always been afraid to wear because of sweat, don't let it be an issue anymore. Don't let that keep you from living your best fashion life, Jake Hatch. I'm pointing right at you right now because you know what I'm talking about. Sweat block, it's a thing. It's absolutely incredible. It works up to seven days per use, as Brian mentioned. The best part is they feature a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block does not keep you dry, you get your money back. So check it out now, folks. Go to sweatblock.com. We use the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. You get 20% off your order. It's also available on Amazon or at your local CVS pharmacy on the shelves there. But if you want to save that 20%, you know where to go. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code locked on. Before we go on this edition of Locked On Utes, two things we wanted to touch on, Brian. First, uh, women's hoops for the women's basketball program. They have announced their Pac-12 slate of games. Uh, interesting setup. Uh, they will actually be playing a lot of the home away alignments in the conference season. But in mid-February, from February 11th to February 20th, they actually have a four-game road slate that is going to feature some of the toughest games you're going to see. At Stanford, at Cal, at USC, at UCLA, that four-game stretch, man, absolutely brutal. But best of luck 
to the women's hoops team. Best of luck to them as they get ready for their upcoming season. It's crazy to think that at the end of this month, Brian, they're going to be facing off against Westminster in an exhibition contest. We have college yeah. hoops. It's absurd how quick everything is coming up again, Jake. It feels like we just ended a lot of this stuff. Oh, maybe that's because we just did. <laughs> um, that being said, this is a team that I think, while they've reloaded at a few positions through the transfer portal, there is a good core here. I think it's one that competed well last year, although I, I don't know that it was necessarily in terms of being in the upper echelon of the conference. This is going to be a make-or-break stretch for this team. However, I'm not going to be one to bet against Lynn Roberts and her uh, running Utes. Nor would I. Absolutely. So we'll keep you updated on that as it gets a little bit closer. But, Brian, let's wrap things up here talking a little bit about the NFL draft and Utah's top NFL draft prospect in Devin Lloyd. I don't know if Jordan Reed, who is one of my favorite uh, writers for the Draft Network, I think he's one of the best scouts out there in terms of media members, has a great mind, uh, was one of the early guys to really dissect Zach Wilson and I think project him accurately. Must have been listening to Locked on Utes because he had this to say about Devin Lloyd. Lloyd against USC is one of the better game tapes of a player at the position that you will see this year. What made it stand out so much is his willingness and unselfishness with playing defensive end and still giving all effort on each rep. Also, playing plenty on the second level, he displayed plenty of lateral agility, instincts and in pass coverage, and showed how he how sure he was as a tackler, with it being somewhat of a down year overall at linebacker. Lloyd has taken advantage of areas where the class lacks. Okay. Are you just like copying and pasting our work over there, Jordan Reed? <laughs> it's one of two things either he's stealing our stuff which hey that's that's a huge compliment in my book or uh we've somehow managed to get on the same level as jordan reed in terms of what we're seeing in the football game which uh, i can only uh credit to there being some uh uh schism in the force uh, <laughs> disturbance of some sort uh where that kind of thing is happening but you know, it, it, it's one of those things where you realize that this this is the kind of stuff that really stands out on tape. The highlights, anybody can put together highlights. This kind of stuff is the stuff that makes Devin Lloyd a day one guy and what could make him a franchise linebacker down the road. Such a good player. So, Jordan Reed, well done. And Devin Lloyd, as you mentioned yesterday, Brian, he is flying up draft boards. If he's not a first-round pick by the end of this draft cycle, something has gone horribly wrong. Crime. Yeah. Crime. Shame. Shame shame on you. Shame on you. No doubt about that. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. Brian, any words of wisdom on the way out the door? Just keep keep hitting... uh, Just keep chopping, Jake. Just keep (laughs) chopping. Just keep chopping. I like that. All right, we'll leave it there. Follow us at Locked On Utes on Twitter. Follow Brian at Brown Bear SLC. Follow myself at Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, feel free to weigh in via email, lockedonutes at gmail.com. And once again, thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen of the day. want to encourage you guys, as soon as we wrap up here, to get over and listen to Locked On Pac-12 next. Cindy Robinson gets you up to speed on everything going on in the Pac-12 in 30 minutes or less. It's free and available on all podcasting platforms. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Youth Podcast for October 12th, 2021.